Hi everyone, it's me, Billy, and I'm back with another episode of Billy Talk. As promised, I'm going to talk about the procedure I did to check for the endometriosis that they said that I had. Um, so basically, it's called it's HSG. I'll make sure I put the name in the, in the description for this episode due to the fact that I can't pronounce it. <laughs> so basically... Um, my doctor, like I said in the previous podcast, my doctor had diagnosed me with endo and PCOS. And I told her, I'm like, I don't have any of the symptoms of endo, like the pain and the missed periods and, um, you know, but I do have all of the symptoms of PCOS. My hormones are imbalanced. Um, my hair grows back faster in places that it never grew faster. <laughs> um, so basically, um, I went to NYU for the procedure, um, NYU Langone in Manhattan. I went there and the doctor was pretty cool, but the, um, whole process of me, when I got there, I was so pissed. I was happy. I'm like, yeah, I got to get this done because I'm like, I want to have a baby already. I want to have another baby. And I did this and I'll tell you right now when I did it. I did it in 2017. So basically, I get there, I'm registered, and I'm like, my insurance covers this because I wasn't going to come all the way out here if my insurance was not going to cover it. But my insurance covered it. I made sure my insurance covered it, this procedure, because guess what? It can have an effect on your body. Like, you have a blockage. That's bad. Like something, something really bad could happen to you inside. And I'm like, my insurance is going to cover it. Not for fertility reasons, but I need to make sure that nothing is wrong with me. If my doctor's telling me I have endo, I need to know, like, <laughs> like what is going on? Like, it, it, is something wrong with me? Like, do I have to get surgery? Do I have cancer? Those things come up when you had endo and PCOS. So basically, the HSG is an X-ray. Um, of your uterus and fallopian tubes and they put a dye to see if there is any blockage, if it's partially or fully blocked and it could show if your uterus is normal size, too small, too big, you know, things like that. So back to, you know, checking in with NYU, they like, oh, your insurance is not going to cover it. You have to pay out of pocket. I'm like, first of all, my insurance is going to cover this because I did the research and my insurance didn't want to cover it. So long story short, it's like, okay, you already here. You can do the procedure. So I prepare myself for the procedure. Sorry. And when I, it, it felt like, oh, let me see. It felt like um, a pap smear, basically. A pap smear with your period. Like you go into a pap smear on your period. That's what it felt like because they have to inject you with the dye and the dye is so uncomfortable. It's like, it's something going inside of you. And it's like, it's cold. So it's like, oh my God. And you feel it. You feel the dye, like in your ovaries and your, you feel it in your uterus. You just feel it. And it was pretty fast. And everything came out normal. So that's how I found out I didn't have endo. And then... Like I said in the previous podcast, I did go for a second opinion for the PCOS because I'm like, if they didn't find anything for the endo, so that means that my hormones, my doctor did another blood test, 
my prime my my primary GYN did a she was like your hormones are off. So it's gonna be hard for you to get pregnant right now. You have to lose weight, you have to do this, you have to do that. And I'm like oh. I'm like, okay, no problem. So I tried to lose weight, but it's just like I'm not motivated to lose weight. It's true, I'm not. I had a Planet Fitness um membership for like two years and I barely went. I went like five times. Five times. And then I went I went for another a, my second opinion. The doctor was cool. She did the test again. She was like, yeah, you know, hormones, it's your hormones. You have the PCOS, blah, blah, blah. And then this is why sometimes I don't trust second opinions. I trusted her opinion, but I don't trust her because she charged me for a fucking Band-Aid. My insurance denied that shit. And when I called them, I'm like, excuse me, did y'all charge me for a Band-Aid? The guy's like, yeah. I said, why? He's like, oh, all the doctor's office do it. I said, he said, they just, they just know how to get away with it, bro. I'm never coming back here. Make sure y'all never call me, ask me if I'm coming back. Cause if y'all call me back, I'm going to curse you out because you, that's, that's grimy. You going to charge me for a freaking bill. You did take blood, right? They did draw blood. I'm like, what? I could have went to my primary care doctor or I could have went somewhere else for them to draw my blood. You sitting here, you sitting here. Saying, oh, all doctors do it. I've never seen, I've never gotten a bill about a freaking band-aid. So yeah, some you got to watch where you go. And also my first GYN, she also prescribed me metformin. Basically metformin is like a diabetic drug. It helps you lose weight. It's supposed to help you lose weight. It's supposed to help you, you know, lose weight. But I, oh my gosh, I could not take it. I would take it, I'm like, I'm going to take it, um, they was like, it's better to take it in the morning, you know, you have breakfast, you eat a big, you know, a big breakfast, and you know, you eat in the most in the morning, and I do eat the most in the morning, because I'm, I'm at work, so I got to eat, if I don't eat, then I get headaches, so, on with the story, so, I'm taking the metformin, and I'm just like, what the fuck, I'm at work, and I have the runs, that medicine gave me the fucking runs. And I'm just like, what the bloody hell? I told my G, I went back after the first batch. I'm like, I'm not taking this anymore. She's like, why? I said, because it's giving me the runs. Like, you have to give me something else. She's like, oh, there's nothing else that your insurance is going to cover. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I just got to figure it out myself. So, luckily, a couple months ago... I think I said this in my previous podcast also. My insurance and Medicaid are covering fertility drugs. So we don't have to do the metformin like, oh my gosh. We don't have to take that anymore. I don't because it, 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 it wasn't for me. And I feel that if they can pay for hormones for someone transitioning, they can give me hormones because I'm trying to get pregnant. I shouldn't have to pay for these pills that give me the fucking runs. (laughs) Give me the shot in my ass. Give me that hormone shot in my butt or whatever it goes in my stomach so that I can bring another life into this world. Nothing against anybody, but I want to have another baby, you know. 
but there are many, there are so many other procedures. I'm like, you know what? I'm doing my um, research and I need to. And a few people hit me up and a few people like they have it too. And it's like, 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 like I said, like I said the last time, I feel that they push birth control on African-American women more than any other women, any other women. Sorry. <sighs> like, why? Somebody's like, oh, population control, blah, 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 blah. I don't believe in those conspiracy, conspiracy theories. I believe that we have the most health problems when it comes to carrying a child, birthing a child, after care, before care, during care. And a lot of women, I only know one person who had an irregular period. And she took birth control and they made it regular. My mom, like I said before, forced me on birth control. Like, oh, you got to take it because you're in high school. And I'm like, listen, lady, I'm not thinking about sex. I am not thinking about any of those things. And I feel that I had, I had a number of pregnancies before. My first ever pregnancy, I lost it. And I, I blame it on the birth control because I was on birth control for so long and swear to God, after I stopped taking the birth control, I could not, I couldn't get pregnant. It took, it took like, hmm, it took about maybe three years for the birth control to get out of my system for real, like three years. For like three years for it to get out completely out of my system because three years later I ended up pregnant and then I had a I had a like <sighs> had a bad miscarriage like a bad one I was in job call at the time and I, I was pregnant some somebody told me some dumb broad she's like oh you put a tampon up there you know you good unbeknownst to me I didn't know I was having a miscarriage and the nurse that worked there, I can't remember her name, but she was the older one. She pissed me off. Oh, you know, miss, this is my first time getting pregnant. This ain't my, I don't have any kids. And that, that hurt me. Like, damn, I, I'm, this is my first time getting pregnant. I don't know what's going on right now. And so the doctor was like, you had a miscarriage. And that broke my freaking heart. Like a miscarriage, a miscarriage. Like, damn, like I just lost my bait. I lost the. The, the little little thing that was inside of me like damn and I blame that on birth control because it was so it was I swear to god after I took after I got myself off of the birth control it took it three years to get out of my system because during that time I could not get pregnant and I was still and I wasn't even on the birth control that's the crazy thing I once I took myself off I never went back on and every time the doctor's like oh do the birth control listen sis now my insurance covers fertility drugs Let's make it happen because insurance companies are supposed to cover hormone, hormone injection. They're supposed to cover it no matter what. Oh, excuse me. They're supposed to cover those things. And it's like when you want to have a baby, like when you want to give, I want to give my man another baby. Like I really do because it's like my, and my, and, and my daughter's lonely. Yes, my sister blessed me with a beautiful baby boy. Beautiful. Uh, 
and smart and intelligent. She blessed me with him. He's like my little, he's like my son, but I want my own baby. Like I have to return him home and I don't like that. So I'm going to do everything in my power. I will document once I start, I will, I pro- I said, if I'm not pregnant by January 1st, but if I'm not pregnant by January 1st of next year or the end of the year, December, then I'm going to my doctor in December and I'm going to put myself I'm going to go through the fertility process and I'm going to document that because not enough people document things. They document some things and it's like, okay, where's the rest? Like, I want to be as truthful as possible because it's like, damn, you did all that and you didn't even show me how to do it. Like, if they, if your doctor's telling you you have endo, tell them you want the HSG test. You want that test. And make sure your insurance covers it because everyone's insurance does not cover it. But you have to go on your insurance website and see if they cover it. I have Health First Medicaid. Um, and all my test results came back negative. And I went to NYU because no, that's what my, that's what my doctor was affiliated with, NYU. And yeah, it was, everything was normal. It was scary because I'm like, I went maybe, mm, damn, I went like, mm, like four years, three, four years ago, I went to a fertility doctor and they showed, I put the picture up on Instagram. Oh, she was like, you know, you got a lot of eggs up there. Like, you know, but was, nothing was going on. I wasn't diagnosed with endo or PCOS at all. I was just diagnosed two years ago. So before that, I was trying to have a baby. I'm like, my period's regular. I've only missed it one time. But if I can't have a baby, I will adopt. Because I was adopted and I would I would love to bring another child into my home who needs a home, you know. Sometimes you if you can't bring life into this world, you can bring a life into your home and take care of them. <sighs> so I am signing off. Um I'm trying to think if I'm what my next topic is going to be because this this topic is done and closed. Yay. Um and I want to what I want to do is I want to do a series with me and my daughter on YouTube. Again, follow my Instagram the fake BBW Billy F A K E B-B-W-B-I-L-L-I-E. Again, the reason for that name is in the previous podcast. So please listen. Share me. Um, If you have any questions, like I post regular questions on my Instagram and my Facebook. Um, And I'm also going to be doing. I'm going to do another podcast after this. Um, for my Facebook after dark, (laughs) basically my Facebook, this is a little plug. My Facebook after dark is me asking questions like, 
Would you, would your, how would you feel if your partner wanted a threesome? I want honest answers. I don't want somebody like, oh, don't ask that question. Because what made me want to bring my, I had it, I was doing it before, but my page got deleted. But, um, I want to bring it back because, I want to bring it back because I saw someone put on Facebook, like, oh, we spit in their mouths. Honestly, when you drunk with that brown, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. So, yeah, I want to ask those questions. And some people are like, oh, I don't want to answer that question. You don't have to answer that question. You know why you don't have to answer that question? Because I don't have nothing to do with you. Just skip on over it. <laughs> now, nah, let me stop. But anyway, um, yeah, so it's like, have fun, live life. And it's Billy. And I'm out. <laughs>